Good morning and welcome to day 11 of Lenten prayer with St. Cuthbert. Let us pray. God of time, God of space, fill this moment with your grace. God of motion, God of peace, from each sin give release. God of quiet, God of might, Keep us ever in your sight. Amen. Our psalm this morning, Psalm 13. How long will you forget me, O Lord, forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long shall I have anguish in my soul, and grief in my heart, day after day. How long shall my enemy triumph over me? Look upon me and answer, O Lord my God. Lighten my eyes, lest I sleep in death. lest my enemy say, I have prevailed against him. And my foes rejoice that I have fallen. But I put my trust in your steadfast love. My heart will rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord, for he has dealt so bountifully with me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Jesus Christ, Son of God, who passed through the dark sleep of death. Remember those who cry to you in shame and silence and defeat, and raise them to your risen life, for you are alive and reign forever. Amen. The Gospel reading begins in Luke chapter 7 at verse 36. One of the Pharisees asked him to eat with him, and he went into the Pharisee's house and took his place at the table. And behold, a woman of the city, who was a sinner, when she learned that he was reclining at table in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster flask of ointment, and standing behind him at his feet, weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears, and wiped them with the hair of her head, and kissed his feet, and anointed them with the ointment. Now when the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would have known who and what sort of woman this is who is touching him, 
for she is a sinner. And Jesus answering said to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. And he answered, Say it, teacher. A certain money-lender had two debtors. One owed five hundred denarii, the other fifty. When they could not pay, he cancelled the debt of both. Now which of them will love him more? Simon answered, The one, I suppose, for whom he cancelled the larger debt. And he said to him, You have judged rightly. Then turning towards the woman, he said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet, but she has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You gave me no kiss, but from the time I came in, she has not ceased to kiss my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore I tell you, her sins which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But he who is forgiven little, loves little. And he said to her, Your sins are forgiven. Then those who were at table with him began to say among themselves, Who is this? who even forgives sins. And he said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Here ends the Gospel reading. This is an Anglo-Saxon prayer from the Regularis Concordia. Most loving God, you brought forth from the rock a spring of living water for your thirsty people. Bring forth from the hardness of our hearts sincere tears of repentance, that we may be able to weep for our sins and obtain by your mercy their forgiveness. Listen graciously to our prayers and deliver our hearts from all temptation by evil thoughts that we may become the dwelling place of your Holy Spirit. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Chapter 11 of Bede's Life of Cuthbert Meanwhile, the man of God began to grow strong in prophecy, foretelling the future and revealing to those near him things that were happening elsewhere. Once he had to go to the land of the Nadurai, a tribe of Picts, to settle some business or other. Two of the brethren travelled with him by boat. One of them, who afterwards became a priest, brought this miracle to general notice. They arrived after Christmas, 
hoping to take advantage of the calm sea and favourable winds to return soon. For this reason, they did not trouble about provisions. But matters turned out very differently from what they expected. No sooner had they landed than a violent storm arose, cutting them off completely, and they languished for some days hungry and cold. Cuthbert, however, did not waste this leisure time in idleness, nor did he merely sleep through it. Night after night was spent in prayer. The Feast of Epiphany was approaching, and in his usual blithe and affable way, he tried to raise his companion's spirits. Why do we remain listless and unresourceful? he asked. We ought to be thinking over every possible way of saving ourselves. The land is bleak with snow, clouds lure in the sky, there is a gale raging and the sea is a fury of waves. We are dying of hunger and there is no chance of human aid. Then let us storm heaven with prayers, asking that same Lord who parted the Red Sea and fed his people in the desert to take pity on us in our peril. I believe that, unless our faith falters, he will not let us go fasting. Today of all days, the day which he has singled out for such wondrous proofs of his majesty. Let us move on and look for the banquet he will surely provide for us to keep his festival with joy. He led them to the bank where he usually spent the whole night praying, and there they found three cuts of dolphin meat ready to cook, as though prepared by human hand. They went down on their knees and thanked God. You see, said Cuthbert, what comes of trusting and hoping in the Lord. He has given your servants food, and in giving them three lots has shown how much longer they are to stay here. Pick up the gifts God has sent us. Come, let us eat and refuse to be daunted. Three days of fierce storm were followed by a calm sea and a blue sky, and they were wafted home with fair winds following. We come to our intercessions. Let us bear the world, our communities and our friends, and those strange to us, before the Lord. Prayer of St. Anselm We bring before thee, O Lord, the troubles and perils of people and nations. The sighing of prisoners and captives. The sorrows of the bereaved. the necessities of strangers, the helplessness of the weak, the despondency of the weary, the failing power of the aged,
O Lord, draw near to each, for the sake of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Collect, an ancient Scottish prayer. Almighty Father, wellspring of life to all things that have being, from amid the unwearied praises of cherubim and seraphim who stand about thy throne of light, give ear, we humbly beseech thee, to the supplications of thy people, who put their sure trust in thy mercy. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And we pray as our Saviour taught us. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And finally a prayer for ourselves. Circle me, Lord. Keep protection near and danger afar. Circle me, Lord. Keep hope within. Keep doubt without. Circle me, Lord, keep light near, and darkness afar. Circle me, Lord, keep peace within, keep evil out. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 